Well, howdy folks, this is Ben Moon, and boy do I have a deal for you today. I've got all kinds of powers. I got invisibility, I got super strength, I got teleportation, I got flying, I got good luck. Uh, heck, I got just about whatever you need. Uh, Nick, you interested in a power or two? Oh, I've been looking into getting some of those electricity powers. I've seen them on the, the old X-Men movies. They got them electricity powers, but I ain't got X-Men money. What can you do for me? Well, I don't have X-Men powers to sell you, so that actually works out. I do have some electricity powers, and I can run you that. Uh, it's going to run you a pretty penny, but not too bad. Not going to break the bank. 0% APR with uh, zero money down, so I think we can make it work. Plus, I got a coupon. Hey, we accept coupons. We even can accept competitors' coupons here, so don't worry about the uh, Bargain Powers outlet. Uh, here we got great value powers out the wazoo. Competitor coupons not actually acceptable on electrical powers or invisibility. Invisibility does come with a six-month probationary period, subject to law in your area. All great value powers are subject to local state ordinances and the Sokovia Accords. Folks, welcome to the Trailer Blazers podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Moon. I'm Nick Kelly. Joined by Nick Kelly, folks. Uh, boy, do we have a great show for you today where we talk through a bunch of booger trailers and maybe like two good ones. Yeah, that's true. I was I was sort of thinking that Ben Moon is a much better podcast name or like a radio name. My name is not. It's not a good famous person name. Like my name is a name that appears in the credits, but is not someone at the front lines. Now, had I had I my my mom's maiden name which is Rose, I feel like I would go by Nicholas, and Nicholas Rose is a really cool-sounding name. You know, Nicholas Rose... You know, Nicholas Rose does have a nice ring to it. That could be your stage name. I should just switch. I should go by that. That is pretty cool. I think Nick, Nicholas Kelly or Nick Kelly is good. Uh, it, it does sound like a um, like a cage fighter name, though. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a like a podcast name, though. Nick Kelly... It sounds like a like a I, like I fight, which I do. So you know, a fighter. It's it kind of sounds like a like a newsies name. Yeah, that's that's it's old timey, which I guess suits me. Yeah, maybe you want to go a few rounds with Nick Kelly, yeah. Speaking of going a few rounds with, did you go a few rounds with Netflix this week? Some crud we peeped. I did. Uh, I only went two rounds. I watched the first two episodes of Pacific Rim: The Black. I'm dying to hear what you think of this. Yeah, so you know what the you know what the weakest part of this was? What was it? Uh, small kaiju. I knew it. I knew it was good because that's not good. No one it's, wants it's, it. It's not good. It's not good. It's 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 everything else. This is this is watchable. Okay, so first of all, let me tell you this. You know how we were to walk, wondering like whether or not you could see this with Japanese in Japanese. Uh huh. It's not even an option, okay? I Japanese didn't is think not, it would. No, it, the original audio is English. Mm-hmm. Now here, now normally I would be like pretty bummed about this, right? But the voice over the voice acting in this is actually well above average. It, this is not your typical anime, not even passable voice. At most anime english dubs i personally don't like that's nothing against the voice actors and actresses that do that i'm just i don't like their style i don't like the way they're directed but this is actually very decent voiceover okay Mm -hmm. so it's watchable in english the the robots and the kaiju move too fast i'll go ahead and tell you that so set your expectations that it does not give the sense of scale because they move way too fast okay yeah 
Now, having said that, it's pretty cool to watch. The effects and everything is done really well. Like the production value is really high. So it's watchable, at least the first two episodes. I might check. I don't know. I kind of want to check it out. But then again, it's like the small kaiju. And I don't know. Maybe I'll get around to it someday. Yeah. The, I mean, you can maybe fast forward through the small kaiju stuff. It's it's not a whole lot, but it's there. Yeah. What did you watch? I watched the entire, uh, well, I say entire. There's only eight episodes, and they're 20-minute episodes. I watched all eight episodes of season two of Close Enough, which is one we talked about a couple weeks ago. It's from the creators of Regular Show. It's where uh, his spine breaks when he picks up the his, his daughter. Oh, his yeah, yeah, yeah. His spine just collapses, yeah. So <laughs> uh, this season I thought was funnier than the first season, and I love the first season, so I, I recommend Close Enough on HBO. And then Jess and I finished watching The Nick, and I felt so sad afterwards because it was so good, and I didn't want it to be gone. And then I learned that the reason they put it out now is because Steven Soderbergh wants to make a third season now, so I might get my wish. Okay. Yeah, I feel that way about WandaVision. I do not want it to end. Well, yeah, you still have an episode left. I still have an episode left, but I know that I'm not going to be done with it after that episode, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to do that tonight. I'm also going to watch Sentinel tonight, the uh, the French Punisher lady movie. Yes, starring Olga Kurlenko. Yes, I'm going to watch that tonight because it's kind of cloudy here and I can't use my new telescope. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that thing is a big honking telescope. Very big, very honking. Uh, also, uh, Instagram was very confused. It's not a Nutella scope. It is a new <laughs> telescope. I would rather have a Nutella scope right now. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would take a Nutella scope as well. I, that sounds delicious. Agreed. Yeah. Like 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 one of those um, like orange push pop uh, popsicles. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Nutella. You're selling me. on. I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to go and invent this. Yeah, we should invent it and call it like trailer blazer pops. Patent pending. Okay, okay. I like this idea. But it's hazelnut. We'll make more more money on uh, ice cream than we will on here. Well, it's it's a lot. It's pretty easy to make more money than zero dollars. <laughs> exactly. We make <laughs> negative money because we have to pay to host it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So just uh, the cost of the ingredients will still be making money compared that's to true. this. Uh, all right. So that's uh, that's what we done had watched. But let's talk about some of this here new news. Dumb Dudes News. All right, so first piece of news we got here is Hugh Grant is going to be playing like a bad guy in Dungeons and Dragons, this new Dungeons and Dragons movie. That's interesting. I wonder, I feel like Dungeons and Dragons is not very adaptable. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, much in the same way that World of Warcraft is not adaptable and that movie is proof. Yeah, I never saw that movie, but... uh... I'll probably, I don't know, I'll end up seeing this Dungeons and Dragons movie at some point. I wonder if it's going to be based more on, like, the animated series or something that was on in the, oh, is it the late 80s, early 90s? Somewhere around that time. Now, there are some other stars in this. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez, Chris Pine, Justice Smith, and 
is it reggae john page or reach john page? i don't know how you say this person's name oh that's that guy from bridgerton he was he just hosted saturday night live last week i think I saw him. I don't remember how to pronounce his name. He's going to be in that Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Russo Brothers movie on Netflix, The Gray Man 2. Oh, okay. Okay. The Gray Man? Yeah. It's got Ryan Gosling versus Chris Evans. Oh, interesting. Makes me think of The Gray Ghost, my favorite uh, episode of Batman the Animated Series. That's because it's the best episode of Batman the Animated Series. (laughs) It is the best. They can make that into a movie. The Grey Ghost, that episode is like a Pulp Hero episode, which is like my aesthetic. God, it's so good. I, I should go watch that tonight. Shoot. You should. Wait, wait isn't Batman the Animated Series on something? I'm, I know it is. I think HBO it, I Max? I think it's on HBO Max because yeah. I think all the WB cartoons are on there. Yeah, that's what I think too. Yep. Uh, okay, next piece of news here that we got here. This is Oh, you put this on here. The Talisman series. I'm not familiar with this. Tell me about this. Okay, so there's a Stephen King book that he wrote in conjunction with Peter Straub called, called The Talisman, and it's being adapted into a Netflix series by Steven Spielberg and the Duffer Brothers of Stranger Things. Now, I got I put this on here mainly because I wanted to say, I like Stephen King. I've read a lot of Stephen King books. I couldn't stand this book. I hated this book. No way! Yeah, so this is my literally my least favorite Stephen King property. It was like I thought it was like a, a like a s- sort of a dumb edgelord take on the Neverending Story, and it might it might be because the audiobook that I listened to the narration wasn't very good or something. And that can ruin it, bro. It it could be that that's what Jess said. There's this character named Wolf, and he's like a werewolf type thing, and uh, the voice that they did for him on the audiobook was like almost Scooby Doo esque. And it was a really long book, and I listened to the whole thing, and I just really couldn't stand it. But it it definitely had the vibe of something that would be made by Steven Spielberg and the Duffer Brothers. So like it was like an 80s kids' adventure thing, which I usually like, but I just... I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And mm. I'm, I'm interested to see if it was because of the audiobook, how bad it was, the narration, or what. Because like there's a lot of talent working on this show and it's like i don't know i don't know what to think of it but it'll be on netflix so i can see yeah i have faith in the people making this so i i actually have hope for this i've never i've never read the books or anything and i've never so i'm not familiar with the property um however i will say just just on the topic of audiobook narration it can absolutely ruin it i've stopped audiobooks because i couldn't stand the person narrating it uh-huh. But you remember that the audiobook that I told you I was listening to called Chasm City? Yes. The narrator, the audiobook narrator for this is a guy named John Lee. He's with Tantor Audio. I think he might be my new favorite narrator. It's, see, if you remember an audiobook narrator, that's probably a good sign. Because I remember that George Guidel narrated the the Gunslinger, book one of The Dark Tower by Stephen King. And I thought that was the maybe the best... I mean, obviously... Personally, Neil Gaiman narrating his own books to me is 100% the best. But right. if you didn't write it, George Waddell reading The Gunslinger is like one of the best audiobook performances. And then the guy that there's a guy that reads a lot of Stephen King's audiobooks, and he's just he's the guy that reads The Talisman, and it's just so bad. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. But so because of that, I don't like The Talisman. But I'm interested to see if, if that's why I don't like The Talisman. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. 
interesting to see. Interesting to see. Uh, next piece of news here: Paramount launches. Yeah, the Paramount, oh, Paramount Plus. Plus. Yeah. Oh, there, there's copying Disney. Uh huh. So Paramount Plus uh, is a new <laughs> streaming service. I think CBS All Access turned into Paramount Plus. Yes, yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, the only thing is, like, they announced this, and I was looking at some of the stuff on here. I don't think I'm going to get it until there's something I feel like I need to watch on here. I, I want to watch the the adaptation of The Stand, but I, I don't have a pressing need to right now. But they are showing The Phantom, which is one of my favorite movies. And uh, if you have Paramount+, Plus and you haven't seen The Phantom, and you like movies like Indiana Jones, or the episode of Batman with the Great Ghost, or like The Mummy, or The Rocketeer, or... Sky Captain or anything like that, you should watch The Phantom because it's one of the best ones of those. So I've never seen The Phantom, but you saying if I like all these other things, which I lo- love all those uh-huh. things that you named, then I need to see it. Yeah, The Phantom is is one of my favorite. It's because it's a pulp. He's a, a comic character from like yeah. the 30s, so yeah. it's a pulp character. And Billy Zane was really good in it, and the costume was good and. Like, all the stuff in the jungle. It looks like the Rocketeer, uh, like, aesthetically, because it's from the early 90s. It's a good movie. Just, everyone watch The Phantom. I will. Uh, last piece of new. Well, have, I don't know how I'm going to say it. Paramount Plus. Probably not going to get that. Uh, last piece of news here. Alamo Drafthouse, your beloved Alamo Drafthouse. I actually saw this news, too. They declared bankruptcy. Yeah, but they're only closing a few locations, and they uh, lined up a bunch of investors to like resurge after the COVID, because it, it only went bankrupt because of 2020. Yeah, yeah, I think that would probably be a a, a decent investment opportunity, because I think it I think it'll come back. Yeah, it'll bounce back. I think there's going to be a giant boom in theaters, maybe at the end of the year. I hope so. I mean, people are going to want to get out of the house. I know I do. Shoot. Yeah, me too. And vaccines should be widely available by summer. So yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was thinking the other day about my experience watching Endgame uh, for the first time with the audience, and like what an experience that was to mm-hmm. be in a theater with people and just <laughs> cheering. You know, like I don't know that we'll ever have a moment like that again. But gosh, like that wouldn't have been possible without being in the theater with people. Yeah, and I mean, everyone knows my theater experiences but endgame was a positive one now when we saw infinity war someone was being annoying and asking questions to their boyfriend or something and i wanted to throw her through the screen but no one in endgame was annoying everyone was into it like every every time a good guy did something cool everyone cheered it was great it's good times man bring us bring us back them theaters yep yeah we need to do that i need to I need to, I need Marvel things to come out on time so that there is a consistent amount of them because that's what I need to live. Yeah. <laughs> Needs it. Okay, so that brings us to the future Blazers. Future Blazers. Future Blazers. Uh, so, guys, if you remember, we we made some predictions a while back. These are uh, I have some predictions in here from October last year. And uh, so does Nick. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to look through some of these and uh, we're going to see if any of these have uh, changed or if we are wrong about some of these. So th- this will be kind of fun, I think. Uh, so the first one I have here, um, 
is Craven. I said that Craven will be one of the antagonists in Spider-Man 3. We still don't know. Yeah, but all signs point to yes so far because they were trying to, to cast Keanu Reeves. They offered him that role. Yeah. So I, I think what, I, I'm probably going to be right on that, but we'll, time will ha- uh, have to see. Okay, so uh, second prediction. WandaVision will take place in Wanda's mind as Wanda is aboard a sword spacecraft, which might not be revealed to the end of the season. Now, I haven't seen the last episode yet, but this is not, this is incorrect. Yeah, this seems to not have panned out without me <laughs> saying any spoilers. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, sword is, I mean, sword is involved, obviously. Uh, I don't think that's, that's too true. much of a spoiler. Uh, but I was wrong about the spaceship. Yep. Uh, all right. Third one here. Somehow the X gene is introduced with the multiverse of madness. So multiverse of madness hadn't come out yet, so we don't know about that. No, I think you're on to something, though. And I think the uh, the mutations might come from the... They might start with the hex in some way because of the, like how Photon got her powers, unless she's going by Spectrum. Spectrum, yeah. Um, okay, so fourth one here. There will be at least one character or likeness from KOTOR in the new Star Wars High Republic movies. So there's a High Republic book series uh, and comic series, I think, but I don't know about any High Republic movies. Do we know about that? No, uh, we thought that these were going to be movies, but they they turned out to mostly be books. There's a couple unnamed movie trilogies coming out, but we don't know what those are about yet. So there's still a chance for that one. Yeah, still a chance. Uh, then I said several more WWE folks we cast into Marvel, Star Wars movies and shows. Now, had you said uh, DC, you would have been correct because since then John Cena was cast in that peacemaker series from james gunn (laughs) was now when i said this had we known that uh that sasha banks uh legit boss was going to be in mandalorian i believe so because this is from october 14th which is around when the trailer for the mandalorian came out so this might have been based on that i think that's what it was yeah yeah so I, i think you're probably right even so yeah, we'll see. Um, then I said Into the Spider-Verse will be a box office and digital smash. I'm, I'm guessing Into the Spider-Verse 2 is what I meant. Yeah. And Sony Animated Studios will expand and make other Spider-Man related movies, perhaps perhaps Sinister Six or Venom stuff. And we might even see a Sony-owned video game studios content like uh, God of War, Uncharted, Ghost of Tsushima become a you know movie or something like that. That one's still cooking. Still cooking. Nothing's happening there. Uh, I said Luke Cage will get recast and show up as as a cameo in She-Hulk while we're not there yet. I think you're close, though, because I think Jessica Jones, while not being recast, is going to maybe show up in She-Hulk because her hair looks like Jessica Jones again. Yeah. Uh, And then I said Carl Urban gets cast as Wolverine. (laughs) I I don't think that's going to happen. Everyone, I saw on the internet a bunch of people want Jared Kiso from Letterkenny. It's like, hey, a real real Canadian this time. (laughs) Saw that, too. Uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know. These other long shots I have, I don't think we need to go through these. These are not going to happen. No, we'll just go through the main ones. Just because I got got a few wrong, and I want to point out the wrong ones. Okay. (laughs) All right, so my first one is Doctor Strange will be in the last episode of WandaVision. I cannot reveal whether I have been correct or not, but those who are listening to this on Monday when it comes out know if I'm right or wrong about this one. Uh, I said Jennifer Walters will be Peter Parker's lawyer in Spider-Man 3. 
I this is not confirmed yet. I think it's going to be Matt Murdock. So I think I'm wrong here, which is which is my long shot guess. I put Matt Murdock will be Peter Parker's lawyer, but I think I got it switched up. I think this is going to turn out to be Matt Murdock. <laughs> my third one, Tamara Morrison will be Boba Fett in the last episode of season two of Mando. This I got super wrong, and I'm glad I did. Because <laughs> he was in like half the episodes. <laughs> my, my next one is there will be no nudity in the Lord of the Rings series because it's being made fun of too hard. I'm pretty sure that one will turn out to be correct. Uh, this one, this next one, I said Spider-Man 3 will be called Spider-Man Homesick, and I was wrong on this one. It is, of course, No Way Home. I said the post credit scene for Black Widow will set up Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Again, this has got to be wrong because it's coming out before it. <laughs> uh, I said Black Panther 2 will establish Shuri as the next Black Panther. This, I think, is going to be maybe correct or or at least something like this. And then I said Mark Hamill will be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I still think that. Uh, this next one is a more recent one. I've added Mechagodzilla is going to be the antagonist in Godzilla vs. Kong. I still 100% believe that will be true. Miss um, Marvel will get her powers in the MCU from the radiation from the Hex in WandaVision instead of being an Inhuman. I think she'll be a mutant from the Hex. And I think that because she is from New Jersey, the Hex was in New Jersey, uh, there's not really any Inhumans in the MCU, the show that they made is not canon. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not really canon to the MCU. I think that's multiverse stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I think she's... Because that series comes out at the end of the year, and I don't think they're going to do a whole Terrigen thing at the beginning. So I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen there. And then my last one, uh, I, I said this in a text to my cousin. I said that Zemo's mask is going to be a reference to... They're going to retcon it to be a reference to Thanos uh, as like a taunt. Like he's got a purple mask like Thanos with the lines on it to taunt the Avengers. I, I said this and then I saw it on Instagram as a, a theory. So other people think this too. And I can't tell. I can't decide if that means it's a basic idea or if a lot of people are smart. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows if it's uh, accurate or not? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I don't think there's going to be any Terrigen mist. I think they're going to do away with that. Yeah, I think she's going to be a mutant uh, from the Hex radiation because I think she was maybe in the Hex. I think that's a good theory. I mean, she's already from New Jersey. You don't even have to change that up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you could be right. Uh, well, uh, if you've got any f- good theories, don't send us... Well, I guess you could even send us your garbage theories, right? Some of mine were clearly garbage. I was wrong about... <laughs> I was wrong about, like, four of them, and I wasn't definitively right about anything. Yeah, so send us in uh, your your predictions, and we'll we'll actually... Nick, we should probably go ahead and make some more, add, add some to our list, that we can look at them, like, you know, six months from now. Yeah, I'll delete my wrong ones, and I'll add some new ones. Uh, no, don't delete them. Keep them. We want to know how many times we were wrong. I suppose, yeah. Okay, I'll, maybe I'll move them to a wrong column. Hey, that, that, that's what we can do. Uh, all right, so... Uh, let's talk about these here. New, 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 no, no. Tra- yeah, these are the no, no trailers, folks. Boy, let me tell you, we got uh, one less than an Adele Dazine and uh, mostly boogers. There's like maybe two good ones on here, I think. The fact that we aren't doing a full 12 is a piece of mercy. It really is. Gosh, it really is. All right, let's go ahead and start. Let's go ahead and slip and slide down this, uh, uh, this, well, 
Let's go mountain. ahead. Let's go ahead and slide down the booger slip and slide. That's what I meant yep. to say. Yep. Uh, first one we got here is Dota Dragon's Blood. This is that anime on Netflix. Yeah. So this is a full trailer as opposed to the teaser trailer. And while this one is more interesting, it was better than the teaser trailer. But I'm, yeah. I'm not into dragons. I'm just not into dragons. I like dragons. I don't. But this just I. I finished the trailer and just said meh yeah this is like i'll never i don't i'll never watch this no I don't, it's, it's, it looked generic does it not look generic it looks super generic high fantasy anime yeah yeah not into it there's not much more to say here i mean it, i guess if you're like super into dota maybe you'll like this but otherwise this is a skip for me yeah i feel like if you like dota then this looks like it was done in a good way but i don't know yeah yeah, we don't know. We have, we have no reference uh, for this. So. We didn't play it. We didn't play it. Uh, second trailer we have here is Voyagers. Okay, uh, this is a weird one. Yeah, this is weird. This is from the people who made Limitless. Yeah, which I I thought Limitless was a good movie. Yeah, it was decent. It was, it was all right. This is this movie's rated PG thirteen, but boy, I thought this was going to be a hard R. Right, yeah, it looks like a River, Riverdale in space. It's a crew of astronauts on a multi-generational mission descend into paranoia and madness, not knowing what is real or not. So it's basically like passengers if everyone on it was Riverdale. <laughs> and they drink this blue drink that who knows what it does. It's blue uh, milk from Tatooine. <laughs> except it was a little bit uh, translucent. Yeah. Uh, so this is the way I imagine the pitch meeting went for this. So the the guy's like, okay, guys, so uh, it's like uh, all the other sexually charged teen dramas that are out there. But this time, hear me out, this time it's in space. And then there's a guy there like filing his nails and he's like, Riverdale in space, got it, greenlit, next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were filing your nails. <laughs> I could see. Yeah, this... Um, I know I didn't like this at all. This is weird though because it looks like such a like, it looks like it would be a CW movie, but the cast has got Colin Farrell, Ty Sheridan, Isaac Hempstead Wright, and Lily Rose Depp, who are all people who I've heard of. And usually, if you're gonna have a movie that looks like it's a CW show, I won't have heard of it of four people in it. Uh, let me tell you what if you let me tell you what will make you like this okay if you're into 20 somethings playing teenagers touching each other you'll like this if you want macro shots of like lips touching you're gonna like this uh and if you basically have like no decent taste probably gonna like this (laughs) this have have i got a a movie for you (laughs) voyagers (laughs) Uh, guys, just because you slap something in space doesn't make it cool or good. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Not always. Yeah. Alright, not always. Alright, so moving on. The next trailer we got here is called The Rookies. This is this is made of, like, literal cheese. Like, this is a Gouda. This is filmed on Gouda by a camera made out of Swiss cheese. And it's... That's a, yes. Yeah. Mila Jovovich, we are, we love Mila Jovovich, don't we? Yeah, yeah. She's... She's in a lot of movies like this, and I and yet I, I my love persists. It, yeah, her performance in this is uh, booty. 
<laughs> she like she's like doing this like head bobble when she talks and she she's using this weird voice and and then she says that they're freemasons i'm like i, I just went i kind of laughed i go what <laughs> they're the yeah. freemasons this is like when you're in high school and you are trying to come up with a movie and you're like oh yeah the freemasons look at secret society <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, um, description of this is extreme sport lover Zhao Fang got involved in an international illegal trade by accident, so he had to follow an international special agent Bruce to Budapest. Gosh, that, and this guy, this character that you named, I don't think he, he speaks English very well. No, he, this is, I think, an Asian movie because the movie poster on IMDb is Asian. Uh, all like the director is Asian, so I think it was filmed for international audience, which makes yeah. sense. Mila must know this dude because usually if she's in a movie, it was directed by her husband, it's Paul W. S. Anderson. Yeah, and this is just like she must have done this dude a favor, but also I think she just likes. Uh, I think she likes to do goofy action movies. Listen, I, I'm gonna say something in a in a um, in a world. Now, in a in a society in a world like I'm talking about like Hollywood, you know, I'm talking about like act like movie making and stuff. In that world where like marriages seem to last a hot minute, like two years max. Uh huh. Paul W S Anderson and Millie, but they've been married a while. Yeah, that's been a long time. So I res- I respect that. Um, and I think she's kind. Of, she is she a working actress? Like, do you think? Yeah, well, I think she just has no pretense at all. Like, she's the least pretentious person. Uh, she does what she, I think she does what she enjoys, and I think she enjoys doing stunt work. So she'll <sighs> pick these movies where she can do stunts because uh, she was uh, Nimue in the Hellboy reboot, and uh, one of the things she said, like, I didn't, I didn't like that movie very much, but one of the things she said was... Uh, when it got all the bad reviews, she's like, yeah, people will like it in 20 years. She goes, all my raddest movies get bomb reviews, and then people like them 20 years later. <laughs> and I was like, That's, that is someone who knows their body of work and, like, th- what they're doing. Like, she likes being in B-movies. That just endears me to her, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I like her a lot. She, she you know... I think you're right. She's not pretentious. She She does... She makes movies that she's interested in. And she and she's self aware. Uh, uh-huh. I love that. Yeah, she just wants to make these action movies. She likes doing stunt work. That's what she likes. That's so. So that's what she does. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, we. This will probably never come out here. So, did we talk about? I can't. I literally can't remember. Did we talk about um, Pharaoh's War or it, what it was? What it's called? Desert Strike. Desert Strike. Yeah, you put, in a robot, you put in a robot voice talking about how it was available in Egypt. Oh, please. I put myself in there. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so we, guys, uh, we can't see that. We can't see Desert Strike. We'll find a way. Gotta find a way. So this, I think this might end up like Desert Strike. Like, it just doesn't come out in America. Yeah. Although, I think Milo would, would not care about it coming out in America, whereas I think Mike Tyson would actively... <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, maybe don't release Desert Strike in America. Uh, he doesn't want to be a weaker. He wants to be a, a loser. <laughs> in that. Um, okay, so then we... Um, oh, did you mention the Wakanda entry on that Rookies trailer? Oh, no, no. Okay, so <laughs> at the beginning of this, the, the Rookies trailer here, uh, 
there's a helicopter flying, and they just straight up uh, yoink the the Wakanda Wakanda entry scene in Black Panther, where it flies straight through up. the it flies through the the uh, shield, and it, it like the landscape changes. You know, it's just yeah. full up, full on. It's the same angles and everything. Oh yeah, they fly right into the hillside or right uh-huh. into the mountainside. <laughs> you know, the hexagon shield just disappears, and they fly yeah. right through. Exactly, just like Wakanda. Yep. So, cool, cool. Everybody's just stealing everybody else's stuff these days. Yep. Uh, next trailer we have here is the best one on the list, uh, and that is Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, starring one Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, so the description of this one is, John Clark, a Navy SEAL, goes on a path to avenge his wife's murder only to find himself inside of, inside of a larger conspiracy. So, you know, it's the Tom Clancy special. Yeah, you know what you're getting into. The okay, I want I want to get your opinion on something. Okay. In this trailer, like loudly featured is Sam Fisher's goggles sound that you can throw the sound effect in there. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> or just do it with your mouth. <laughs> um, do you think they just put that in the trailer and that's actually not in the movie? They just wanted to get all the Tom Clancy like Splinter Cell fans to So he's he's Michael B. Jordan at one point is up against the dude who's dressed like a third echelon spy um i've i've never seen the third echelon mentioned in like a jack ryan movie or anything but they there was a reference to jack ryan in one of the splinter cell games because this is all tom clancy stuff right and it's possible that they could reference third echelon just straight up and not not necessarily sam fisher himself it i could will be. fan I'll fanboy if that happens, Nick. Me too. I'll freak out. They don't understand. Like, I want things to be interconnected. Uh, There should be a thing in this where John Krasinski is Jack Ryan for some, like, just like a second. If they're, like, going through a building, just have him sitting at a desk. Yeah. It's Amazon. You have the rights to do this. Just do it. Like, do what people want. Understand from what Marvel does and make good individual things that fit together because people like that. Yeah, like have him walking through a building and like have this like lab where they're working on stuff and he's like, What's that? And they're like, Oh, it's a prototype night vision goggle. And then have it be Sam Fisher's goggles. Yeah, and just do that. And like, because I'm, I'm, I'm all in on the Jack Ryan and like all of this Tom Clancy stuff. I love it. I love Tom Clancy stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I just want to, I just link it together, man. Matter of fact, I think in the beginning of this, it says like from the people like, or from the creator of Rainbow Six or something like that, right? Didn't it? Yeah, it's it's right at the first thing it says is like the from Tom Clancy, the writer of Rainbow Six. Yeah, dude, I want that makes me want like Splinter Cell, Rainbow Six movies and stuff. Like, I want all that. I want them to do it all on Amazon so that they can link it together in an MCU esque way. Dude, think about this. If they did an interconnected Tom Clancy universe, everything else, like every every other spy thing that comes out is going to feel like great value spy. Exactly. <laughs> and they could corner the market on it. Because how cool would it be if, if there was in Jack Ryan or something, uh, one in like the next season of Jack Ryan, if one of the antagonists was like a rogue third echelon agent or something. Yeah. And then like... They throw Jack Ryan on a Ghost Recon team. Yeah, just do this cool stuff and let me watch it. I mean, this has got Michael B. Jordan in it, so it's probably good. Uh, like I've never seen anything with him in it that was bad. 
Please note Nick refuses to watch the Fantastic Four 2015 movie. Yeah. There's a scene where he lights a car on fire, walks up to it very confidently and <laughs> opens the door. And it's I think this is a real stunt and opens the door and gets in the car while this whole thing's in flames. He's and interrogating then starts... the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is good. This is creative. I like this. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. I want to watch this. I, I think this is going to have um, sort of broad appeal as well. So it's like nerds like us who like Tom Clancy video games are going to want this. But I think also like your 50-something, 60-something-year-old men will also watch this. Yeah, because they read Tom Clancy books. Yeah. They like this sort of thing. I like when them spies get on there and they, and they do that espionage. I like an espionage movie. Into the Jack Ryan verse. Dude, give us a Tom Clancy verse. That's that's what we want. Yeah. Tom Clancy verse. All right, so uh, moving on to this next trailer uh, here, Thunder Force. This is Great Value Powers, the comedy. <laughs> yes, this, <laughs> this has, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Yes. Um, yeah, I did. Nick, did you laugh at one time in this? I didn't laugh at the trailer. I did. I was intrigued by Jason Bateman with his weird crab arms. I don't know what was going on there. I enjoyed that. I got to say, he looked like uh, he looked like if you had a bad Halloween costume of Clawful from He-Man. Um, <laughs> Palm Clementi from Guardians of the Galaxy is in this, and I like her. And then Bobby Cannavale from Ant Man was the was appear appeared to be the bad guy. Uh, there's a lot of people like that in this that I like, but like, eh, and it didn't look didn't look good to me. It kind of you know it kind of felt like a light hearted The Boys. Yeah, that is what it felt like. It has the sort of aesthetic of that. I had a thought and then I lost it. I I was just thinking. I'm just not laughing. Like I'm not like I want this to be funny and it maybe it could be, but I'm not laughing at this trailer. I thought of the thing I was okay, so it might be that thing where the comedy shows doesn't chooses not to show the funny parts in the trailer. Because when we saw that Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar trailer, we were like, This doesn't look funny, but maybe they didn't show the funny parts. Jay watched that movie and told me they didn't show the funny parts and that the movie was really funny. Okay. I haven't okay. seen it yet, but it could be a situation like that. So it's it's yeah. on Netflix. It's a low barrier to entry. Yeah, I mean, I could probably check out the first twenty minutes of it and decide if I want to keep watching or not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate Melissa McCarthy, and Octavia Spencer is like an Oscar-worthy person half the time. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So we'll see on that one. We'll just see. Uh, then we have a trailer for Mike Mignola drawing monsters. Yeah. So this is a documentary that is currently a Kickstarter about Mike Mignola and the Hellboy universe. Uh, he's the creator of Hellboy and some people in this, in this trailer are like Neil Gaiman and, uh, Doug Jones and, and people who worked on Hellboy and all, all this great Hellboy stuff. So I'm 100%. I'm going to back this Kickstarter. I just haven't decided what level yet. I have a thing in my calendar because it goes until the 30th. The Kickstarter does. And I have a thing in my calendar that I have to choose before then. But I have to choose a level because the highest level that the highest like feasible level has a bunch of cool like lithographs and prints and stuff. And I kind of want to get that one. Obviously, I'm not going to do one of the producer levels because I am not a rich, insane person. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, th this looked 
uh, high quality and looked interesting. You get to hear from the actors from the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, looked pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll watch this. Yeah, plus Neil Gaiman talking. Neil Gaiman's yeah. voice is the best voice. <laughs> uh, historically, you have loved Neil Gaiman's voice. Yep. Even in this episode. Even in this episode. Uh, all right, so that we'll check that out. And then uh, we have a trailer here for The Serpent, and this is based on real events. Yeah, it says, The twisting real-life story of Charles Sobraj, a murderer, thief, and seductive master of disguise, who was a hidden darkness in the mid-70s on Asia's hippie trail. That was a hard sentence to say. <laughs> yeah, this, um, I think this looks good. The main dude, the guy that's playing the, the murderer or whatever, Charles so- Sobraj, uh, Tahir uh, Rahim, his name is, Tahar Rahim. And he looks like a Sasha Baron Cohen character, and he sounds like Baron Zemo from uh, Captain America Civil War. So I was a little distracted. That and the girl that's in this movie is Jenna Coleman, who Doctor Who fans will recognize as Clara, who, in my opinion, was the worst companion of all time. And... uh, (laughs) But she's also uh, in Captain America, the first Avengers. She's one of the girls that Bucky and Steve are with at the beginning at the Stark Expo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they did a good job. This is a period piece, obviously. But I think they did, I feel like they did a really good job on costumes, props, sets. It, it looks very 60s-ish. Yeah. I mean, it's the mid-70s. So everything oh, mid-70s. Look, okay. Well, everything in the mid-70s looks like it's 60s-ish. So. Yeah, so I'll uh, check this out. I don't know. I can't remember what this is coming out on. Is this Netflix? Maybe? It's all Netflix. It's all Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> this is April April second on Netflix. This one is okay. I'm in. Uh, then we. Oh boy, this is a fun <laughs> one. <laughs> Number eight on the list here is the tunnel. Yeah, or or tunnelen as it's known in Sweden or wherever Norway. Norway, where this is from. <laughs> is this our is this our first Norway trailer? I think this is our. F- Unless, I think we had a Great Value Powers movie from Norway, because there's one from the guy who directed The Troll Hunter, which oh, is a yeah. great movie, but it was a Great Value Powers movie. But yeah, this is bad. So, the, the, the stakes of this movie appear to have been a car crash in a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look, the stakes don't always have to be super high. They don't always have to be the fate of the world. But they at least have to be a little more than a bad car wreck. Like. <laughs> yeah. The the description for this says, When a truck crashes inside a tunnel, people on their way home for Christmas are brutally trapped in a deadly fire. With a blizzard raging outside and the first responders struggling to get to the accident. It's every man for himself. I don't feel the danger from this trailer. Do you? The only thing I felt was a musical like a score that they put over this that made it feel like it was the fate of the world was at stake. And I was just like, this music, this music does not fit what is happening on screen. Yeah. Just said it seemed like, uh, if Dante's peak was about a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. There's one, there's one little video, like clip where the guy, like something happens like an like a, like explosion happens or something or or no it's like this <laughs> smoke is billowing towards them through the tunnel uh-huh. it's like coming at them CGI and smoke. this guy <laughs> and this guy looks at it and he goes oh good yeah <laughs> and uh, he sounds like they, but he sounded like the Swedish chef you should put the clip in there 
good. I will. Uh, the thing about this is that I'm gonna make fun of. I, it's like, oh yeah, I'm from America where Hollywood has all the money to make the fancy movies, so I'm making fun of Norway for their little movie. But the Troll Hunter is one of the best movies ever made, and it's it's the best found footage movie ever made by far. So be better, Norway. Be Troll Hunter. Yeah, this this should have at least been two tunnels that had uh, crashes in. I don't know that, anything. <laughs> this tunnel crashed into this tunnel. Yeah, there's two tunnels that crashed in each other. <laughs> one was on top of one of the other. Two so, tunnels, one crash. Two tunnels, one crash. No way out. I'm surprised there wasn't a monster in the tunnel suddenly. If this was a South Korean movie, it probably would have been. Yeah, there would have been zombies. Uh, or some giant lizard from that you know people dumping uh, formaldehyde down the drain turned it into. Remember that? Yep, exactly. What, what was that movie called? I don't know, the the pit or something stupid. <laughs> it was the something. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer here for My True Fairy Tale. Yeah. Ugh. I couldn't tell what this was about. The, the description doesn't help. It says, Angie Goodwin runs away after a horrific car crash to make her dream of becoming a superhero come true. But it doesn't feel like that is real. It feels like the lovely Bones where she's like dead and maybe overlooking people who are alive and like a ghost almost but also a little bit like the movie Birdman with Michael Keaton where he sort of goes crazy and thinks he has powers I think there might be an element of that uh to me it was like here here's the way I thought of it this event happened and and it was to these people it was kind of a crazy story, right? Yeah. And they wanted to monetize it. People would say, "Oh, you should write it. You should write a book about this. You should write a screenplay about this." And but it, when they wrote the screenplay, it wasn't like interesting enough. Like nobody uh-huh. liked it. So like, okay, let's let's you know what are people into? They're, like people are into powers right now. Like powers are a big deal. So like let's throw that. Let's like reframe it and put this like powers angle on it. Like this girl thinks she has powers or something. And let's reframe it that way. And that's what they did. And like, it didn't work on me. Like, I was like, this, this doesn't look good. Yeah. I can't tell what it is though. I like, is she dead? Is it lovely bones? Is it, does she have powers? Is it like Pan's Labyrinth where she's like creating this to get away from it? I don't know. It's, is it all of those things? Does it want me to think it's those smart things when it's actually not? Uh, I don't, I'm not going to give this enough credit to say that it's smart. No, it's trying to, I think it's trying to gaslight me into thinking it's a smarter movie. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of gaslighting going on here. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to yeah. fall for it. We're not, we're not falling for this. Also, I don't think this is ever going to come out, so it doesn't matter. Fair point. <laughs> All right. Trailer number 10, Master. Yeah. So this is a short teaser of a girl practicing like karate or kung fu or something uh, against one of those wooden practice dummies uh like in iron fist but it's in the spider-verse into the spider-verse animation style the sort of stop motiony looking cgi that spider-verse was i can't find an imdb page for this movie and i never heard of the two small studios that it said at the end so i can't tell if sony made this or if phil lord and chris miller's studio made this but like it looks exactly like into the spider-verse I mean, it's it is almost identical to the style. It, I would say it like just it, is identical. Yeah, it is identical. It, when it when it first started, I was like, "Is this 
is this the like sort of the test name for the next Spider Verse movie? Because I was like, this is this this looks just like this is is this Spider Verse? I don't know what this is. I went into it blind, uh-huh. but it wasn't. It's not. It's not that. She did have great value electrical powers. Yeah, I was like, oh, is it? Is she gonna be Shocker? That would be cool if it was secretly a <laughs> Spider Verse thing. But I think it's just. I think it's just a little animated thing. I mean, it looked good. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, it's it's very teasery for sure. Teasery. It was a teaser. Look forward you know? to us talking about a real trailer for this in like three weeks or something. Yeah, that's probably about how it's going to go for sure. Uh, all right, so the last trailer that we have. <laughs> Are you laughing at this last trailer? Yes, I am. God, th- guys, this last trailer. Let me just, before I even tell you the name of this stupid trailer, guys, I'm offended by this trailer. <laughs> I, I'm mad that it exists. I hope this doesn't come out. I hope nobody sees this. Um, I actually hope it, I, I, I hope that this dies on the vine, guys. But this is a trailer for some movie called Enhanced. We have Enhanced on the field. Uh, here, uh, here at the 11th hour of the Adele 11th trailer, we have the going out of business, uh, bottom of the barrel, great value power movie. Uh, this can be yours. We will pay you to take it away. Yeah, this is something that you're you're you don't even want to list this on Facebook Marketplace unless you're going to list it as free just to get somebody to come haul it away for you. Yeah, free if you take it. Yeah, you, you, that's the stipulation is you have to come and get it. Yep. Uh, it, it's terrible. The acting terrible. The, the just the premise stupid okay it's it's like let's jump on this powers bandwagon and sell great values power in a story that is just terrible i don't know i just it, this made me angry to watch i was just like why was this made it, it, this is a this is a cash grab uh, and a terrible job at that of doing it so i just i hate this this looks like someone watched season one of heroes and then summed it up to uh, the friend their friend who never saw it and then that friend based off of the description from the other friend who might have been drunk made what he understood the friend to have described and i want to say that drunk friend while he was drunk was playing around with a taser that he had bought and he's like really into tasers and he's like Dude, you gotta put some of those. You gotta put those cow tasers in the movie. Those extendable, like with police baton, but it's a taser. You gotta put those in there. And then they took turns tasing each other. Yeah, this is all about powers and tasers, guys, uh, and light up eyes. And God, I hate this. It's so stupid. Why? Ugh. Welcome to Great Value Powers Week. Welcome to Great Values Powers Week. Uh, we got crazy deals we got all kinds of powers none of them are good and they're all booger powers yeah so of that 11 11 trailers the only ones that i will watch are tom clancy's without remorse and mike mignola drawing monsters same uh not gonna check any of this other crap out it can die on the vine baby i feel like this is what we get for having a pretty robust uh selection last week yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think you're right. All right, moving on. Let's talk about some trailer mailers. You've got mail. Yeah, so we got some responses on best worst last week with our superhero movies. And uh, I'll start it off here. Kevin said, the best 
is Captain America the Winter Soldier. He said, Infinity War is absolutely stellar, but I feel it's incomplete without Endgame to conclude it, so he only wanted to pick one movie. And he said, the worst is Captain America from 1990. Probably not the worst superhero movie, but fun for comparison's sake with my best. In this movie, Cap steals not one, but two cars by faking being sick both times. So the driver pulls over and gets out, and then he races over to the driver's seat to drive off. What a star-spangled bungle. (laughs) So Uh, I think I've only seen clips from that movie. That movie, the dude that played Captain America in that movie, is the main character of the movie Space Mutiny which is one of the best Mystery Science Theater episodes. And he's such a, like, a big lunkhead dude, you know, like a like a weightlifter dude. So th- the whole time in Space Mutiny, they just keep coming up with names for him. Like, they're, like just, they'll be like, Slab Bulkhead, Big McLarge Huge, Lunk Speed Chunk, you know, stuff like that. Slab Bulkhead. Fridge Large Meats. Punt Speed Chunk. Butch Deadlift. Bold Big Flank. Lint Chest Hair. Flint Iron Stag. Bolt Vander Huge. Thick McRun Fast. Blast Hard Cheese. Buff Drink Lots. <laughs> Trunk Slam Chest. Fist Rock Bone. Stump Beef Knob. Smash Lamp Jaw. Punch Rock Groin. <laughs> Buck Plank Chest. Stump Chunkman. Dirk Hard Peck. Rip Steak Face. Slate Slab Rock. Crud Bone Meal. Rip Slag Cheek. Punch side iron. Gristle McThorn body. Slake fist crunch. Buff hardback. Bob Johnson. Oh, wait. <laughs> Blast thick neck. Crunch butt steak. Slab squat thrust. Lump beef broth. Touch rust rod. Reef blast body. Big McLarge huge. <laughs> Smoke man muscle. Beat punch beef. Hack blow fist. Roll fizzle beef. But yeah, wow. so that's, that's that. Captain America Winter Soldier <laughs> best and Captain America 1990 worst. Uh, I would agree with Kevin that uh, Winter Soldier is my favorite, probably my favorite Marvel movie and superhero movie. Hard to argue. Yeah. Uh, So Jay said, while I prefer Marvel over DC, I like The Dark Knight. Uh, He said, the worst I would have to say is Super Fuzz featuring Terrence Hill and Ernest Borgnine. 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 Never heard of it. You'd know him if I showed you some stuff with him. Uh, but have you have you seen Super Fuzz? Jay sent me the trailer and I and also a link to the full movie and I watched the trailer, and oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, I should send that to you. It was really really bad. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Uh, <laughs> I do want to see that. It was ridiculous. It was like people throwing out of windows. The whole the whole trailer was narrated. There was no dialogue. And Jay says this is because the the main character's accent was so bad that they had to overdub it, and then the dubbing was bad. So, yeah, I could see that. Uh, but, yeah, the trailer is really funny. So, yeah. He said, as a kid, HBO only had one channel, and this is and this would play quite often, he says. Yeah, I, that makes sense to me, too. This is one of those things that would not cost any money to have in your repertoire. Yeah. Uh, Robo said, so the worst, in my opinion, is Justice League. Yeah, you're not going to hear any arguments from me, Robo. It was a huge letdown. The best... Slash my favorite would be the Avengers. It just hits all the spots for me. Yeah, agreed as well. Uh, Avengers is a per- uh, like the first one from 2012. A perfect, perfect culmination of those of Phase One. Perfect movie. But yeah, Justice League terrible. Yep. So, uh, what are they writing into us about this week? I can't remember. Uh, well, we did Future Blazers this week, so if oh, they right. have any Future Blazer predictions, uh, they can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com. 
You can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter for episode updates at Trailer underscore Blazers. And if you're feeling like a like a generous beetle that has uh, decided to leave a five star rating and review, Quick Mickey's gonna let you know what happens. Yeah, hello, folks. You know what time it is. Baby, it's quick Mickey time. And I, and I just came on down there to say, if you go on that Apple podcast over Contra, leave us a five-star rating. You get to join the team, baby. And it's going to be called the Quick Seven. And, of course, your truly is going to be the leader of the Quick Seven. And uh, we're going to cause all kind of... Well, basically, we're going to wreck shop on the bad guys. And that's just what we do. So if you want to be on the Quick 7 team, buddy, leave a five star. So it goes from five to seven. You know what I'm saying? Do you see the math there? Do the math. That's the tip. Well, thank you, Quick Mickey, for that very brief and informative statement. Uh, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I am a low-stakes Norwegian tunnel. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I will interrogate you inside a car on fire. Happy Trailsers. And welcome back, children, to the vid yoga. One quarter portion of the show, folks. Uh, I've been playing the same old, same old. Nick, you've been playing something. I'm still playing PGA Tour. I'm in my uh, career mode. I'm pr- I'm getting pretty good at it. I I win most of my tournaments. Uh, I have, I'm not good at wind. I gotta. I think I gotta watch some YouTube tutorials on how to deal with the wind because every time it's really windy. It, it's like sending me all over the place, and I, I know how to deal with that in Tiger Woods 2005, and it's not the same in this one. So I gotta, I gotta do some wind research. Different wind mechanics, you say? Yep. Uh, I just wind. gotta figure it out. Wind. Wind. Um, I started I actually downloaded a couple games onto my laptop uh, from Epic, the Epic Game Store. Just some free games that I have. There's a drift game that came out. It's like a top-down car drifting game. I'm terrible at it, but I think I'm going to get good. I think I'm going to try to keep playing it. Yeah, keep playing it. You'll get better. Yeah. Um. So uh, probably, I'm probably just going to keep playing the same stuff until I beat these games. It's just I play them like an hour at a time, and I don't play them every night. So that is the problem there. Um. Oh, Hey, you put something on here about last week when we talked about that Pokemon fighting game. Yeah, so we asked to know if we were right or wrong about there being no Pokemon fighting games. My cousin said that there's a Pokemon fighting game called Pokken, which is like Tekken. Um, but it was he said it was on Wii U, so nobody ever played it. <laughs> I think I've heard of Pokken. I think I've heard of it. But I don't remember anything about it. I think I just remember the name. Yeah, once he mentioned it, it sounded familiar, but I might have just been conjuring memories at that point. It could have been a Nelson Mandela effect there. Could have been, but there is a Pokemon fighting game called Pokken, and it was on the Wii U. Uh, the more you know. <laughs> the tone went at the end of more. I'm going to leave that in. 
Uh, all right, so we actually have a couple of trailers here. Vigi, oh jeez, um, Vigi game trailers. Oh jeez, Louise. Uh, let's see. First trailer that we have here is this something called Bomb Rush Cyber Funk, and guys, this is basically Jet Set Radio. Uh, this this trailer being new made me unsure of my temporal surroundings. I was like, what is this? Two thousand two? Am I in high school? Yes, uh, I actually got very excited about this. I'm a huge fan of Jet Set Radio. I have wanted to do a Jet Set Radio costume, but nobody would get it because nobody knows what it is, and it's old, and so it's not worth doing. Although I love the GGs, I love Jet Set Radio, the whole thing, the music. So I'm excited about this. I want this. I will buy. I will spend actual money to play this. You underestimate Dragon Con, my friend. People, someone would get it. Someone gets everything. Me and Steph did costumes from Lost in Translation. The, the like we we wore just some of the clothes from that movie, and people knew what we were doing. So someone <laughs> will get it. Well, there have been people that have dressed up like the GGs, and they have like three, like at least four people from the gang at Dragon Con. And of course, I I geek out, and I'm like, oh my god. GJ's, I love you, you know. But I, I didn't see anyone else doing that to them, so I was like, do, "Do people not know that they're the GGs? Like, come on!" I feel like people would get it. I hope so. I wouldn't. I never played that, but uh, other people would. Oh man, so good. So that is—I have no idea when it's coming out. I probably need to do some more research on that. Yeah. Um, the, then we have another trailer here for something called Aliens Fire Team. This was an announcement trailer, and this is a, a third-person shooter in the Aliens universe. This is awesome. It looks like Left for Dead, but with aliens. Uh, yeah, I will play this. With speaking of, of cousins telling me things, they they sent me this, and and I will play this with them. So whatever system they get it for is what I will get it for, and I need to play this. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, I think if it if it's like sort of an asymmetric multiplayer game, like that'll be. I think that's this is perfect for that, right? This world and what if they let you choose characters from the movies to play as? Like, what if I can be Hudson or Hicks? I want to be Hudson so I can yell annoying things the whole time that are hilarious. <laughs> uh, I want to, uh, yeah, yeah, game over, man. Game over, man. What do you mean they cut the power? They're animals, man. He's my favorite <laughs> character in anything. Uh, that's great. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of uh, aliens quotes from there uh, when people play. I bet. Uh, so, oh, we have a really cool introduction trailer to Microsoft Mesh. And so this is an aug- these are augmented reality goggles. Uh, previously, you've probably seen this. Previously, it was called um, HoloLens. Good grief. Jeez HoloLens, yes. So you, if you had ever heard of Microsoft HoloLens, um, I think they have sort of given up on HoloLens uh, as it was more of a consumer entertainment device but microsoft mesh is more of like a tool uh for like um like medicine um for uh teaching okay you can imagine if like you're working on a car engine and you had augmented reality goggles and someone's showing you what stuff does what stuff is where things go and uh, almost like having them standing right next to you and like pointing out stuff. Like that's kind of what this is for. This is legit but it's almost, Tony Stark technology. It's what? It's legit Tony Stark technology. Yeah, it feels very Tony Stark. So like imagine having a, a holographic person standing next to you talking. Well, this sort of produces that. You're just seeing it through these glasses essentially. Yeah, it's it can't possibly be this cool. Like as cool as it looks in the trailer. 
Uh, they make it look cool, don't they? It's so cool. It's like in it's like Tony Stark or like uh, in Agents of Shield, like Fitzsimmons, like working on t- on stuff on the table and like spinning robot parts around in the air. It's, it can't be the it can't be this cool as it is in this. Yeah, I don't. I mean, who's gonna develop for this? I don't know. This is this is cool stuff. I, I don't know what, how much it's gonna cost. We don't really know anything about it, um, but. I'm I'm pretty hyped for it. I think this could be a big deal in the future. This is the future that I want. This is the Mass Effect future. Yes, give us that Mass Effect future, man. Faux show. So check out this trailer. Really cool trailer. It's a very high production trailer. Very high production. Yeah, that's what makes me think it can't it can't be this as cool as it is. Like, but it's so cool. It's so cool. Um, um, okay, so then we have a trailer for Star Wars Republic Commando Remaster. So this is the the old Republic Commando game, a first-person shooter where you play as a Republic Commando. And they've sort of redone the graphics, but it's essentially the same game, I think. Yeah, I never played that one, but it seems like you have, so I think you should take the lead on, on this. I I have played this game. I played this game really just a couple of years ago, actually. Um, it's not all that great. Uh, I hate to say that cause I actually would love to make a Republic commando costume. Like I think it's super cool. I love the aesthetic. I look, think it look great. Clone armor is but, the best. Yeah. There's not much to do in this game except run around and like shoot bugs and stuff. Like it's, it feels kind of empty, uh, I guess. Okay. You're like running a bunch, down a bunch of empty hallways. Like that's basically what I it see. Is. So it's yeah. it's like the map is too big or there's just not enough stuff. Or... There's just not enough stuff. Yeah. It's like you're just like there's an occasionally a, a Bacta tank and, you know, get yourself some Bacta. Okay. You know, it's like that. But that's about it. Like you're just shooting and getting to the Bacta tanks. It's just it's not much there. Not much substance. I mean, I want new Star Wars games. Make new. Make a new this. Make Republic Commando 2. Yes, that, that's what I think that would be better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Make a, make a Republic Commando turn-based uh, strategy game. There you go. I mean, I would like a, uh, a one that works with like multiplayer or something. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't have to. Turn-based strategy. Just do something new. I think, uh, is it Respawn? The, the, the folks that made the uh, Titanfall games, they could make an awesome republic commando game i think oh yeah yeah they could definitely do it uh all right so then we have a trailer for doom 3 vr so this is an older game doom 3 but it's in vr yeah it's playstation vr modification for doom 3 so you can play doom 3 in playstation vr uh i don't know i i don't think i would i feel like you'd get sick in this one but uh that's exactly my thought what confused me was uh I would think you would just use the regular controller for this, but it looked like you'd use the the PlayStation like dual controllers for the VR thing for this, because there's the floating hand holding the chainsaw. So I don't know. Maybe that makes it more fun if you're if you're wheeling around more than just like using the controller and looking around. I think if you had a giant play area and you were doing all the walking and not using the joystick to move yourself around, you could probably get away with not getting sick. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I would get sick. Yeah, because you propel yourself pretty fast in this game. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so. So that's that. That is that. That's all the video games. That's all the movies that we have this week. I've got nothing else. Me neither. Um, so I'm going to go watch WandaVision and Sentinel. That's what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, I'm going to... I don't know what I'm going to do. Something, probably. Something cool, I bet. 
something cool. All right, folks. Well, I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a GG. Jet Set Radio. Happy trousers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I uh, should not be a remaster. Just make a second one. Happy trousers. <laughs> I like Armageddon. I don't.